Miguel. Hello and welcome to How Do You Like Me Now, the podcast where we go back and relive the golden years of kids TV. I'm Will, with me as always is Liz. Hello Liz. <laughs> How are you doing? Oh, I like it, I like it. 90s radio DJ introduction. DJ! <laughs> Did you ever have a little keyboard with a button that said DJ? No, I didn't. I never had a keyboard growing up. I, was... I had a tiny keyboard. Oh, like, right. I, I did get a proper one when I had music lessons. But I had like a tiny keyboard and it had a button that said DJ on it. Well, that's the dream. That's what everyone wants. Effectively, everyone wants that sound. That is function. the dream. <laughs> did it have other sound effects on it as well? Did it have like a, it a had... helicopter or a whistle or things like that? No, it didn't. It had some pre-programmed bops. Oh, okay. Very disco, tinny, in nature. <laughs> See, my school was always big on keyboards for like music lessons. Was it? <laughs> yeah, because we, we had to do music up to like year nine. Even if you didn't play an instrument, you had to do music. Yeah, yeah. Um, we had so, to do music. so what they would do is get a keyboard out, basically you'd pair up on a keyboard and try and learn like the EastEnders theme tune. Really? Yeah. Okay. I always remember it was always the EastEnders theme tune, and it was always a case of, here's the sheet music. You don't read sheet music? Well, that's tough. Sorry, you're going to have to learn quickly. Unfortunately, I was with my friend uh, Larry, who who read sheet music, because mm. uh, he was a very accomplished guitarist, so he could read sheet music, so he'd be like, okay, well, that's that note, so let's find it. And then we'd basically spend an hour trying to work out the first five notes of everyone is going to die on the keyboard. See, I can read sheet music as in I can decode it. Okay. Like, I can sit down like it's the Enigma code with a pen and pencil and go, these are what these things are telling you. Oh, right. But then if it's put in front of me and I'm supposed to keep to time, suddenly I don't read music anymore. <laughs> I have no capacity to keep up at that speed. Just, it doesn't happen. And I, we used to have music. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I had music lessons. I think I've brought this up before. I had lessons, piano lessons or on the keyboard, whatever you want to call it, for several years. My parents threw this money down the drain because <laughs> I learned nothing. By the end of it, I could just about get through all the saints as the saints go marching in or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. And uh, immediately that I stopped the lessons, I lost all that ability. I, I can play nothing now. And I was dreadful. So in these music lessons, even though technically I read music and technically I played, I just I just stuck on the the old percussion just shaking a maraca or something. <laughs> a lone maraca. A lone maraca. Not even trusted with two. No, no. Just the no. one. Just one. If I was really out of luck, I'd have a castanet. <laughs> Not the triangle. You weren't ever that like. Oh, no, no. <laughs> that's got some musical, you know, that's, you can do different notes. You've got three sides on that. <laughs> See, I had guitar lessons in like uh, GCSE. Yeah. Sixth form. Um, I, I got guitar when I was like 15 and started having lessons. Uh, and then when I sort of left, finished school, the guy said to me, oh, do you want to keep having lessons? Because I do them uh, in my house as well. So I said, sure, okay. So I went to his house for like, you know, one Thursday afternoon for like eight, ten weeks, carrying on my guitar lessons with him. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, and, and you know, it was, it was fine. But I still... I learned a fair bit from him, I, but my other guitar teacher taught me a lot more because I learned from this guy was like, okay, well, these are the basic scales, everything else. Um, these are some chords. But the other guy's like, okay, um, right, well, we're going to teach you Purple Haze. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> so, yeah. Immediately when you said you learned more from one than the other, I was expecting the second one to be like Phoebe, 
from Friends when she <laughs> teaches Joey, and she's like, "This is the old lady. This is the duck," and he was just and he was just going to be like, "Just play as, just play how I play, man. Just you want to be in my band? You know, I know you're just a kid, but you, you know, just want to smoke some dope with me and just jam." <laughs> I mean, it nearly was because the, the first, yeah, the first one I had was basically okay. These are your basic chords that you can play, and okay, from that you can learn these songs, which no one ever plays. And the other guy was like, okay, well, I know you're fifteen, sixteen, seventeen. You picked up an electric guitar because you want to play electric guitar, so uh, we're going to teach you to play. Who do you like? And I was like, okay, well, I like these bands. He's like, okay, great. Well, I can teach you some of that. I can teach you some of that. Um, do you like ACDC? Sure. Do you like Hendrix? Yeah. Okay. Well, let's teach you some Hendrix and some ACDC as well. So I learned like, hey Joe, and. Um, you know, all on the watchtower and stuff. I was like, okay, this is awesome. I can play the first few bars of that. I'm like, okay, well, that's enough for me to impress someone, you know. Well, yeah, impress that's, girls, obviously. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's the only reason anyone picks up guitars, to impress, okay. yeah, impress yeah. their right. preferred sexual partners. <laughs> I, yeah, no, I should have, I don't know why I wanted to play keyboard. I don't think that was going to impress any sexual partners. I don't know, if you can play keyboard. I even impress piano. myself. <laughs> but if you could do that, that's cool. If you can play piano and keyboard, that is cool. That's a skill. It's, yeah, a skill that I do not have. Like, I feel like it's one of those skills, like, you know, if you were in, like, the 50s or the 60s and you went into a pub, you could jump on the old Joanna and knock out some songs. Oh, I'd love that. If I could jump on the old Joanna. <laughs> but but none of these pubs have pianos. Up Mother any. Brown. No, can't do that. <laughs> no, none of them have pianos anymore. They've taken them out. So if you learnt guitar to seem like a sexy rock star to girls, yeah. and I learnt uh piano to appeal to my preferred sexual partner of blokes who drink in pubs. <laughs> what's the what's the least sexy instrument that anyone has ever learned? What is an instrument that somebody has learned that there's no way it attracts anyone? Mm. See now that's a tough one. I mean my immediate thought was the Glockenspiel. Really? Mostly for the the phrase Glockenspiel. But I mean the thing is if you can play it, it's impressive. I think it's got to be something that's not that impressive that you can play. I mean, the triangle is is one. Honestly, if a bloke in a pub said to me, "I play the Glockenspiel," I'd be, I'd be all in. Really? Honestly, just just for the sake of saying the word, <laughs> Glockenspiel. You play the Glockenspiel? All right, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you and I get out of here, hammer out a few bars. <laughs> yeah, I absolutely. Think, did you have that thing in primary school that was just like a box? with different shaped wooden bars on, like, four different sides, and you hit them and they made different notes. No. Okay, we had this, and I don't think any other school had it. I think it must have been donated by someone who'd come years previously. Mm. And it's basically, yeah, it looks like a footstool, but it has, like, weird kind of L-shaped bars on top, and then it, I swear it had, like, a couple of bars on the side as well, and it was all, like, polished wood, but it was like a weird xylophone. Like, you hit each one and it makes, like, rather than like a dunk, it makes like a dung kind of noise. Like, it's quite, it has a lot of reverb on on it. Mm. I feel like that, the kind of thing, I can't even give a name to the instrument. If you said, yeah, I play that in a band, that's, that's yeah, not going to work. that's not getting you anywhere. No, no, no. No. I'm thinking the Hammond organ. The Hammond, see, but no, the Hammond organ's cool. You get, you know, awesome, like, Scar Northern Soul music played by, played by the Hammond organ. But is anybody going home with the organist? Well, I don't know. You'd have to ask one of them. <laughs> <laughs> Does your organ get you majorly laid? <laughs> right in to how do you like me now? <laughs> uh, you know what? You're right. I've I've changed my mind. If, if you play something called the organ, you're, you're getting... <laughs> you're getting some. Yeah. You're getting some. Okay, anyway. 
we should what we should have started with is a major apology because we've been gone for a couple of weeks. We have, and it's entirely my fault because um, listeners may know that I, I I have a chronic illness which you know flares up. I don't talk about it much on here because it is boring, but I have to say. I've been in such a weird world of illness. I can't. I can't not mention it, because you, you know you've been looking after me. Yeah. I have literally laid all day, not being able to take in any input. No. <laughs> of like, I can't watch the television, or I couldn't. I couldn't watch the television. Couldn't have music on. I couldn't have a podcast on. Couldn't even look at my phone. Um, just literally the act of picking up my phone and trying to unlock it started to make me feel sick. I couldn't talk to you because anything you said I couldn't process. So I I literally have laid in a room with no input, nothing going on, trying to avoid any contact with anyone just to like wait it out and feel better. It has been weird. And in my head... I've been through some weird worlds, processing some shit. I I talked to you the other night about like stuff that happened in my childhood. I'm like, I finally processed it. (laughs) 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 What on earth? What was the weird one you told me you had? You had like a a dream that you were being attacked by something. Did I? Yeah, I think you were being attacked by like a giant rabbit or something like this. I don't remember that. Okay. I don't remember anything I've said to you. I don't remember. I could have. You could tell me I've said anything, and I would believe it because I have been so out of it. It's been insane. This is this is when you were on on like the on the on the um the upside of coming out of it. You were you told me you'd had a very weird dream. Um, I swear you've been like pursued by like a giant rabbit. No, I have no memory of that. Okay. No. Okay. <laughs> no, don't remember that at all. Do you remember telling me about the the voice? Yes, I'd forgotten the voices. What were they saying to me? Um, Living in the night. Was it? Yes. I heard a chorus of spooky voices <laughs> repeating, Living in the night, living in the night, living in the night. <laughs> I was terrified, wasn't I? Yeah, I mean, I was well. <laughs> yeah, when I told you, you were worse. Because <laughs> I was coming up like to see if you wanted a drink or some lunch or something. <laughs> and you said, I, oh, I've had vo- a chorus of voices saying, living in the night to me. <laughs> I was like, okay, uh, I'm going to process this now. That's another thing. Would right? you like a toasty? <laughs> <laughs> we, are, we, we are food eating people. Yep. We like food, right? I don't re- I don't reckon I skip any meals usually, but I asked you one day. I was like, "Have I eaten today?" Because it's dark and I don't remember, and I hadn't been hungry all day. You hadn't, no. Oh, it, it's been so weird. Genuinely, I have been through some weird worlds in this time. You have. I mean, the thing is, like, yeah, like you say, a lot of times the thing I'll say something to you, it won't go in. Yeah. Or like it will, and it will take quite a while to process. And yes. then the answer comes tick, back. Tick, 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 and then I get it. Yeah, yeah. then you get it. But th- there have been moments where you've just kind of misheard me completely. Half listening. Half listening, but not like the intentional half listening. Like, you're trying, but it is just like your brain's not cooperating. Yes. Like, I've I've had... This is going to sound weird as, as one anyway... I've found myself accidentally watching a couple of mountaineering documentaries lately. Don't know don't know why. It just kind of happened, right? You've had a lot of free time whilst I've been avoiding talking to you. 
<laughs> so I, a while ago, I watched the film Everest with you know um, Josh Brolin and um, Jake Gyllenhaal and people. And the other night, there was a documentary said it's going off Netflix about Everest. So I thought, okay, well I'll watch that because it's quite interesting. Um, and it was basically all about I think the 2014 climbing season mm. and basically this you know there was a huge avalanche and a lot of people were killed um but the the sherpas went on strike they basically refused to climb this you know as a mark of respect for sherpas who've been killed we shouldn't we don't think anyone should climb everest this year i basically you know it started off talking about it the film is largely from the Sherpa's perspective, so it starts talking about Tenzing Norgay and other people. And I came up to try and talk to you about this, which was a mistake in the first case. Yes, because you... <laughs> I I didn't want you to talk to me, no. but it's hard to tell your husband, after not speaking to him for weeks on end, that you just don't want to hear anything. But there you are, chattering. So it's, And I can I get that there's there's mountains and... Uh, Sherpas, right? Yeah. I've taken that in, and then you then you say something, right? And then carry on talking without referencing that thing again, right? And the thing that you said is Tenzing Norgay, right? Yeah. Who, who I have heard of. It's the most famous Sherpa, probably. Mm-hmm. But in my head, I heard I heard Sherpas. Turns out are all gay. <laughs> And then you just carried on talking about bloody mountaineering. And because there's this five like five second delay, <laughs> you just your face just kind of went mm mm, and then kind of screwed up in this confusion and went. You went wait what? <laughs> yes, because I couldn't believe that there was this like <laughs> these noble LGBT icons. <laughs> Leading people to the top of the mountain, and you wanted to talk about bloody, you know, ice and whatever. I'm like, <laughs> I did not know being a Sherpa there was a prerequisite of being gay. I need to hear more about that. That there isn't. You said Tenzing Norgay, but I, <laughs> I, I, yes. So we have had trouble communicating. <laughs> We have, but now normal services resumed. Somewhat normal. Somewhat normal services resumed. Yeah. So this week we're back with another pitch episode. Pitch, pitch my bitch. Yes. Pitch, pitch. That's, that's the introduction for this section. Um, oh, we should have like a, what do they call it? Like a sting. They call it in the, the trade. We are not in the trade. They have like a... A thing they play when yeah. you go into a certain segment. Oh yeah, yeah, we should definitely do that. Pitch, okay. pitch, but bitch. Yeah, we'll, we'll, <laughs> <laughs> we've only we'll, done like you know thirty of these pitch episodes by now. <laughs> suddenly realised we could do pitch, pitch, but bitch. No, I don't know why it's that. We'll work on it. We can, we can talk about. We'll that. workshop it. You know, we'll, workshop it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> get do you want to workshop table. it now? Uh, sure. Yeah. Okay. It's pitch, pitch, but bitch, and you've got to go with it. Okay. All right. <laughs> Great workshop. Yeah. So we've been talking about this one for ages. At we, least I have. Yeah, we have. Well, this we have. This is this is a, another uh, pitch plan that we had yeah. um, a long time ago. Great idea of yours because we we this is you know this is how do you like me now the podcast where we go back and relive the golden years of kids TV. Don't you usually say that at the beginning? I do, I do, and but I was just restating it for the purposes of the podcast. What, midway through the podcast, <laughs> <laughs> the golden years of kids TV, of course, being the eighties and nineties. Yeah, the ones we think of. Yeah, 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 of course, which they are. If you dispute that, come and fight me. But okay. Anyway, yeah, we talked a bit about 
and we've talked about this some of the things we've watched that sometimes you know they get a remake they get a reboot they get a modern day thing but we steer clear of those yes we haven't gone to see them but now actually feel the time is right to go and have a look well listen i've been thinking about this since brum honestly we watched brum and we strayed so far into the future that um, we were in the noughties, I think, Mm -hmm. and it was so weird and awful. (laughs) I was like, I think we should check out what people have been doing to some of our favourites since we left them alone. Since we went away and became adults, what have they decided to do? Okay. And another thing that makes me want to do this is, do you ever see like those updates to characters? And they've like totally digitized it and taken away all the things you liked about it and any character and personality. And now it's just a smooth skinned bubble person. Yeah, I mean, or or, or Sonic the Hedgehog. Yes. Yeah, before they re remade him um, for digital. We can rebuild him. Yeah, with teeth. <laughs> with teeth and with weird limbs. Yeah, that's the thing. A cartoon, you know, works on. Um, giving you limited information. You can see that it's a hedgehog Mm -hmm. from the limited information that you're given. And if you delve deeper into that and start to think about the mechanics of it, it's not going to work. It's not going to work. No, no, not at all. Hmm. So there we are. So this is what we're doing then. We're going to look back at classic shows. We've both chosen a show, as, as always with the pitch, and... As always, we're going to watch two episodes of it, but in this particular case, one will be from a time period when we were watching it, mm-hmm. so the 80s, 90s, something like that, and another will be much more modern, last five, ten years. As modern as we can get. As modern as we can get. Yeah, to see what it is. So, do you want to go first? I'll go first. All right. All right. I'll put it out there. I want to watch Scooby-Doo. Ooh. It's an iconic show. It is. It's had many iterations. It has. But I saw a little drawing of the Scooby-Doo gang, right? Right. Which I assumed was fan art. It was not. (laughs) (laughs) Always a good start. Yeah. So I want to watch the the originals, which are actually from way, way before we were kids. Yeah, they're like 50s, 60s, aren't they, there? Yeah, uh, no, not 50s, I don't no. think, I think it's the 60s, 70s. Yeah, it was repeated all the time, and I think it was still good then when we were watching it. And, yeah, something about it just works. Like, everybody takes the piss out of it, it's so formulaic with, you know, it's always the guy you meet at the beginning and then you t- take his mask off and whatever, but it's still good to watch. They're just so entertainingly made. But with something that formulaic that's been reinvented 8, 12 times... I really want to see what they've done with it in recent years. It's going to be terrible. Well, I mean, there was one thing about the original that didn't work. Right. Which was Scrappy-Doo. Is he in the original? Well, I I think that depends on how, where you look at in terms of the original. Because this is the thing. They had Scooby-Doo when it's Scooby and Shaggy and the rest of the, the gang... I can't remember their name, but they're tooling around in their old hippie van. And you've got the mystery Fred, machine. The mystery machine. And you've got Fred, Daphne, and Velma, and Scooby and Shaggy. And then I think Scooby and Shaggy went off on their own with Scrappy. And then I think they got back together with the whole lot. And then they booted off Scrappy. I think. I think that's how it ran. Because I remember there are ones definitely where it's just Shaggy, Scooby, and Scrappy. 
and there are others where it's the whole gang, and I think there are some where it's the whole gang plus Scrappy. But Scrappy-Doo, very irritating. So the original is called Scooby-Doo, Where Are You? Right. Okay, and it's from 1969. And it ha- it features Scooby-Doo, Shaggy, Fred, Velma and Daphne. That, to me, is the Scooby-Doo gang. That's the classic. That's the classic. Scrappy is not an original. Okay. This is right. what you need to understand. Okay. Well, I'm glad of that because, to be honest, I never liked Scrappy Doo. So nobody likes Scrappy Doo. I don't. Nobody likes Scrappy Doo. Yep. If you like Scrappy Doo, you probably should be in prison. <laughs> I mean, it's a little harsh. There's something wrong with you. <laughs> Definitely something wrong with you. But the fan art image does that have the whole? Does that have Fred, Daphne, and Velma as well? Yes. Yeah. Still okay. the same gang. Right. That's good. And I, I think actually not with Scrappy because he is unpopular. Um, <laughs> but yeah, still that, still that gang. These they they're iconic, aren't they? What they are, and like you say, it's a formulaic thing. So I gotta wonder: are they bold enough to try and mess with the format, or is it going to be subtle changes like Scooby now has a smartphone? You know, um, yeah, Fred's no longer wearing that scarf. You know, is it going to be little changes like oh that? Oh my god! If Fred is st- still wearing that scarf in like the 2018 or whatever version, <laughs> something's gone t- terribly wrong. I mean, maybe it's come back in, but I, d- I doubt it. I doubt it. No. The thing is, I really want people to pick Scooby Doo because the other question we're going to be answering is out of the Scooby Doo gang, who would you do? Well, and I refuse to give that answer at this stage. It must be voted for and yeah. it must be chosen. Okay, well, I that- must win. <laughs> the answer. Will surprise you. I mean, I think is this. <laughs> I think it's very important people understand that this is not going to be one of those things that if you if you vote for my pick and that wins, we're going to tell you anyway. No, no, no this no. is this is a one time offer. One if you don't time pick only Scooby offer. Do, you're never going to. You tell. don't know. No, I don't know. No. I honestly don't know. And I have my I'll, suspicions, but I honestly don't. And know. I won't be telling you so that you can text your little friends about it. <laughs> It, it, my pick must be chosen. Okay. I'm putting my foot down. Okay. All right. Well, I mean, I've got a. You've issued a challenge. I'll go for it. <laughs> so, I need a up. strong pitch to come on. Come All right. On. Well, this this is a true classic of British animation. Okay. Okay. Uh, it has it had its original run, iconic, since been remade, massively popular, as okay. I understand it. Right. So I'm picking. Danger Mouse. Danger Mouse. Danger Mouse. He's a du- 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 white du- du- mouse. Yes, he is. He is a white mouse with a utility belt. Has he got is Penfold? Is that Pen- his mate? Penfold's his mate, yep. Penfold's his little Dr. Watson character. Right, okay. Uh, Baron Greenback is his uh, nemesis. Toad, is it? Uh, yeah, yeah, I believe a toad or a frog. You know, something... I mean, he's wearing a pinstripe suit. It's hard for me to tell exactly what species. He's yeah. amphibian in nature, yeah, definitely. All, all terrain. Uh, yeah, <laughs> all terrain. <laughs> yeah. That's the same meaning, isn't it? <laughs> I think there's a distinction between amphibian and all terrain. All terrain suggests some kind of four by four system. Yeah. You know, whereas amphibian, yeah, he can go on water and land. All terrain suggests he can also like climb mountains. At high speed. We're saying Baron Greenback can't get up a mountain. Well, I'm just saying I don't think you find many frogs or toads on mountains. Interesting. You're considering that for quite a long time. <laughs> like, have I ever seen? See, now I've watched the mountaineering documentaries. Thank you very much. I know where the toads and the frogs are found on mountains. Was that f- featured in the um, the Sherpas are all gay documentary? <laughs> it was not. You know why? No frogs. <laughs> 
No frogs. Just because no they're not up Everest doesn't mean they're not up any mountains. Okay, okay. We'll tell you what. You find me a mountain that's got some frogs or some toads up it, and I will retract that comment. I mean, that is an insane quest, isn't it? Why would I do that? I well, don't care it's, that it's, much. It's the counterpoint. If you vote for Scooby-Doo, you find out which one of the Scooby-Doo gang Liz would like to bang. If you vote <laughs> for Danger Mouse, Liz has got to do some mountain-based research. Right? That's that's These are the stakes we're talking about. Okay. Well, I know which I prefer. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Danger Mouse, obviously the initial run, had great David Jason doing voices. Did it? Yeah, it did. David I Jason. don't really remember it. I've oh. got like an image of it, but I don't really remember ever watching it. Well, it, it, I just remember it as just a great cartoon. I always remember the the backgrounds were quite blank, quite sort of wasn't much detail in the backgrounds. Great. In the same really way that we watched it. like when we watched Pollington Peas, it was the same kind of thing. You know, it's yeah. like um, almost like a very pale watercolor, and then just some bright animation on top of it. Cheap British animation. Yeah, yeah, I get it. <laughs> But the remake, which mm. uh, I think is is much more digital, um, it's not. I don't believe it's three D, but it is digital. Uh, Alexander Armstrong does a lot of the voices. Lovely Alexander Armstrong. Well, that's it. Can't argue with him. No, absolutely. Nana's think... favourite. <laughs> Nana's favourite. <laughs> favoured by the Nans, Alexander Armstrong. Oh, he definitely is. That's how he does those Christmas albums, isn't it? Yeah. Oh yeah, that's that's the only reason anyone does those Christmas albums is to is to for the Nans. Yeah, get that that grey pound. Uh, that's a term I don't like that term <laughs> I do not like that term oh god oh my god when I used to work with people who worked in like town centre marketing and things they used to talk a lot about the grey pound and uh, it's impossible to keep Did a straight face you smirk every time every single time yeah, I know it's impossible you. I to keep a straight face when someone's talking about grey pound uh, dear oh dear we've got all these all these traders they're after the grey pound bet they are <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, but uh, yeah, you, if you're going to pick someone to try and follow David Jason as a voice, I think Alexander Armstrong's an excellent choice. Yes, lovely, lovely, you know, nice man. Yeah, bit but of I, posh. I think you'd like Danger Mouse. I think there's an element of like the Avengers as well as like Holmes and Watson to it because it is that kind of, you know, it's that double act sort of thing where Danger Mouse knows infinitely more than Penfold does. But, you know, there's a lot of action. Yeah, I, I honestly don't know that much about it. Okay. Well, yeah. all right. I'll give it a. I'll give it a try if yeah. it gets voted for. All Hope right. it doesn't. <laughs> Why not? Because I think I've won last few of these on the bounce. Have you? I think so. Yeah. You're getting a bit cocky, are you? I'm getting a little bit cocky. Yeah. I'm yeah. getting a little bit cocky. I'll, 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 yeah, I'm just yeah. I'm feeling a little bit big in my boots. Uh, I think yeah. I. I, th- I think I've been letting you off easy. Yeah. 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 No. I'm. I'm, I'm going to take the wins back now. Okay. All right. But I'm not having this. <laughs> I don't like that smirk you've got when you say I've, I've had one or few on the bounce. I'm not having that. It's like the smirk I've got when I say grey pound. It's, it's very, very similar. <laughs> well, there we are. Those are our pitches for this week. So You're, you're going to sh- put them up on the uh, social media, are you? I am. They're going to go up on the social media. There's going to be a poll on Twitter, but you can let us know on Instagram, on Facebook as well. Tell us your pick. So your choices are either Scooby-Doo... And the prospect of finding out which member of the Scooby-Doo gang Liz would most like to sleep with. Or Danger Mouse and the prospect of Liz doing some mountain-based frog research. (laughs) These are the stakes we're talking about, people. (laughs) So get online, get voting, tell your friends. (laughs) Spread the word. This is where we are. (laughs) Anyway, Liz, thank you for joining me. 
Thank you. Thank you, Evan, for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please don't forget to rate, like, subscribe, share, tell your friends, tell your family, tell random strangers in the street to listen to How Do You Like Me Now. We'll be back next time. Until then, thank you and goodbye.